Hey everyone, Seth here. So this week, as you can probably tell, we were uh, taking uh, the week off, basically because I was in Nashville and Atlanta, eating my way across both cities. Uh, trust me, you really should try it sometime. Anyway, we wanted to give you a little little something this week, because, you know, we care. So here's a couple of outtake clips that we had taken from the last couple seasons. Hope you enjoy them, and uh, here we go. Let's go. Sipping on some 40s, yeah, yeah Talking about the 40s, oh yeah These 40s are 40s, oh yeah, oh yeah Um, anyway, I think you were saying that you had a story About an airplane and a dog or uh, something? Yeah, so, so I was I was visiting family <clears throat> on the East Coast And okay. then the flight back yeah. Um, my, my aunt, who also lives in L.A. now we both bought um, tickets on the same plane back without knowing it. <laughs> so we're like, oh, let's try to sit next to each other. Oh, that's funny. So we get them to let us sit next to each other in the very back. Okay. But she had brought her little Pomeranian dog. Oh. And just real quick note, everyone loves the dog. The dog is cute. I don't like the dog. Is it? Is it the like dog a, is, is it a dick? The dog, he's chirpy. <laughs> he okay. begs for food. Oh yeah. He's totally mean to the other dog. Like my, uh, on the East Coast, my grandma's house, they have um, a beagle, a chubby old beagle. Oh, totally nice, totally chill dog. He's he's a little bitch to that dog. <laughs> Just Damn. A total bitch. It sucks. And the old beagle, his name's Maggie. It's a he. Oh. I love that. He's like he's he's not really he's harmless because his teeth are you know either right, either right. Or stuff. So when he kind of snaps at the little Pomeranian snowball, I'm like, oh yeah, you get that guy. Just get him to go away. You know what, like, it's just like play biting. Yeah. So, <coughs> uh, I hope my aunt doesn't hear it. I mean, snowball's cute and it's fun, it's nice, but he's just, he's it's, like, anytime, if he even sees another dog, he starts barking and oh, causing yeah. a fit. It's like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. like, chill out. Small dogs are always like that. Like, but they always think they're bigger. He's, uh, anyway, so we're on the plane in the back, and then mm -hmm. midway through the flight, the dog starts shaking, and I'm like, oh. I, I'm like, I guess he's cold or something. Like, right. I, don't, I don't know this dog or what his body signs mean. Right. And thankfully, I had my black leather jacket over my like legs as uh -huh. I was like warming and trying to rest. Yeah. The dog pooped on my jacket <laughs> what? it just straight up pooped on my jacket wow what the fuck and i was like totally nice and calm about it because my aunt, i was like i don't want her to feel bad right so we cleaned it up and we had antibacterial wipes that they let us use and everything ended up being okay okay but i realized like okay right now i had to use the bathroom right and i was like even in the moment i was like oh, i could be upset but it's like my aunt's gonna be embarrassed and then also the dog can't help it I mean, yeah, and if he, it and needs he to go. really needs to go, you know, and it's like, I kind of felt bad for him. I felt for him. The know? other thing about dogs is, like, if they need to go, they 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 know their bodies, and they're like, well, this is happening, yeah. and yeah. I need to do it. I guess that's true. Also, so, maybe she should have taken him, like, to use the bathroom, like, before they went on. She tried. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's too much stimuli, and he wasn't down. I don't know. Yeah. Damn. But, uh, you know, while we're, how often do you use the bathroom? How often do I use the bathroom? <clears throat> um, I'd say once or twice a day. You know, probably, I mean, certainly not more than that. Sometimes less, but I would say that's like... Mm. I would say once is like an average amount. Yeah. 
Because sometimes it'll be twice, but that's only if, like, you know, there's a lot of huge meals involved. Oh, yeah. But I usually not more than twice, unless if, like, my stomach is acting up or if something's going on. Yeah. I, uh, sometimes I bring up these things, these topics, and, like, parties or social situations. Yeah. When they occur to me, I don't just bring them up for no reason, <laughs> but if it come, it works, I, like, bring them up, because it's, like, they're yeah. nice icebreakers. It makes, you know, it kind of relieves some tension. It's like, nah, man, like, let's just talk about things yeah. that will bond us and we'll break these little stupid things we feel like we need to hide. So one is related to pooping. This is the last thing I'm about pooping. Uh-huh. So I found out I'm very um, unique, and... Well, we all knew that. Well, yeah, but <laughs> very unique in that I feel more comfortable, and I feel like I get a better angle, and since I was a child, I've stood while wiping. Really? And then I found out, literally within the past few months, I'm, like, the only person I know. Well, there's, like, one other person that kind of does that. Well, because when you stand, your your cheeks contract, which, in my opinion, makes it harder to wipe because then you're tr- you're fighting against a lot of different elements that are in the way of wiping. And at least from my experience, because um, when you sit, you know it's a more pro- it's a more prone position, so you can wipe easier. At least from what I understand. Sort of, but this is the thing about sitting is that like you kind of gotta lift and then angle your body a certain way. I mean, kind of. And then you gotta reach your arm behind, like. But like, it's not like a huge dramatic motion. It's like a, it's like no. a subtle thing. You don't have to like fucking reach like under your leg or like go like behind the bat. Well, behind the. It's just a little harder. Or... It, I feel like the position. It's a little harder to go like complete the full wipe. You know, from like bottom <laughs> to top. Because, like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It does, but I don't think it's that hard. I think you're making it out to be harder than it is. No, it's not hard. It's just it's just easier, in my opinion, when you when you stand. Because my body's in the same position as when I... Like, if I sit and I lean over, uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm standing but leaning over. So it's, like, it's the same amount of, like, openness. I just feel like I get, like, a better angle and a fuller wipe. I don't know. That strikes me as not... That strikes me as being more uh, mechanically difficult than yeah. sitting. Maybe it's maybe I'm just so used to standing that, like... You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, maybe... I'm uh, so used to standing that it's not really easier. I'm just more used to it. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, once you learn how to do it one way, that's kind of how you do it, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's like... I guess, I mean, peeing is pretty much, like, universally the same. It's just a matter of, like, how much you drop trow to do it, you know? Right. Like, some people do it, like, through, like, the boxer hole. Some people, like, drop the whole thing. Basically, nobody I know drops their whole pants because that's, like, something that, like, a four-year-old does. But, like... <laughs> dude, there was this hilarious, uh... There was this hilarious interview. Wait, what if you're peeing in private? Do you drop your pants? No, dude, because I don't want my pants touching the floor. That's gross. No, 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 no. Like, just, like, under your ass. Not really. I mean, I don't yeah. need to. Because then really when you pop, because then you have to pull your pants up, like, over everything. And you're like, well, if it's already sitting there, that means I just fasten the front, and then I'm good. Yeah, no, if I'm wearing pants, I never drop. Yeah. But if I'm wearing, like, shorts, sometimes I drop below the ass. Well, I think shorts is harder because, you know... It, yeah, the, you don't have a... You can't unzip. Like, you kind of got to... 
pull it down a little right, bit. Right, exactly. So. But, uh, yeah, no, so, so anyway, uh, Mariah Carey, right? Yeah, Mariah Carey's not right. She's all right. <laughs> um, well, I think we can safely move on from this song, yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, again, I was really shocked to see this song at all, just because, like... I feel like this song is kind of old, unless if I'm totally wrong about that. I feel like it's kind of an older song. Yeah, I thought so. Wait, two more things about the wiping. (laughs) Dude, okay. There's more. (laughs) Are you... I... Okay. I like how this is bothering me. No, it's not bothering me. I just don't understand your fascination with it. It's not a fascination. It's just a nuance of the wipe. No, it's a fascination. It's okay. You can tell me. No. No. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? There's there's nuance to these there's subtle differences you need to appreciate, Seth. Do I need to appreciate the judge? <laughs> there's also like there's more strain on your leg when you're sitting and leaning. And then also I'll I'll get Are you trying to convert me to I'm standing? I'm trying to convert you, but okay, there's one more there's <laughs> one final thing which is like kind of important to me is like I'm slightly germaphobe. Okay. And Ah, uh, like, that's the secret. I don't like my hand being so close that's to the fucking secret to the toilet seat. It's not that it's not that standing is better. You're just afraid of touching your hand to anything. That's what I it don't is. want my hand near the toilet. So you would rather stand in a weird ass position than have your hand close to something that has germs no, on it. That's the, what you're telling the me. The position is totally. I don't natural. think I think you're trying to convert me because it makes you feel better about me wiping my ass without touching the toilet seat. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I think that you are now uncomfortable now that you're thinking yeah. about pooping that I have touched my hand to a toilet seat before and oh, that God. thought makes you uncomfortable. I don't want to think about that actually. <laughs> I know you're kidding, but I don't. Dude, I didn't realize it. you were a germaphobe. Just a little bit, not that big of a germaphobe. Big enough to fucking stand while you wipe. That's pretty big. No, man. but I I didn't consciously th- like that wasn't I didn't realize that's part of the reason because okay. I've, been, I've been doing it all my life since I was a child. I guess. Yeah. But that is. One, but one but of you are things. trying to convert me though, which I'm just trying to make myself seem less weird to people. They're like, oh yes, he has good reasons for being different than everyone. I mean, I don't really think you need a reason. You know, wipe however you want, man. Like, right. it's a free country. You can wipe however you want. Yeah. I won't. I won't judge. I just will definitely. I'm definitely curious, but you've you've explained it to me. But yeah. I think if somebody were to come up to me on the, just on the street and been like, "Hey, I wipe standing up." First off, I'd be like, "Who are you?" <laughs> Second off, I'd be like, "That's interesting," and I would like to know more about your opinion. Right. Well, I'm done. That's, I'm, that's all I'm okay. Done. I mean, are you sure you're done? I th- yeah, pretty sure. For now. <laughs> um. <laughs> so anyway. Why do you wipe standing up? Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Dude, that would be really unfortunate if Maybelline caused you to wipe standing up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, real quick, actually, before we go into the uh, the, the 17th, um, I just got to make a real quick note that during New Year's, I was I was sick out of my mind, but I did see... Uh, on TV during the New Year's, like, ball drop, um, I did see that Imagine Dragons was playing, like, as, like, one of the New Year's bands, and although I was, I couldn't hear the music, uh, because it was just, like, on, because I wanted to see the ball drop and be like, hooray, I did see that they were playing this, that, that song, and probably also Believer, 
just to grind the boot in a little extra more for Josh. Well, thankfully, I was not watching that broadcast. Well, there you go. I was I was actually picking my parents up from the airport. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because my mom's stepdad passed away, and they had to go there for the funeral. So I was driving them back from LAX when it turned midnight. Right. And then I went to a friend's house, and I made a couple incredibly strong concoctions <laughs> they didn't have any like proper chasers so i was like my chaser will be wine and pineapple beer and then it was like that plus tequila and like this fruit molasses syrup and uh yeah my friends called it jungle juice and they were like you should really be careful and uh <laughs> oh, and what? i stayed over just to you know because that's the safe right thing to do that's what you should do on New Year's, you know? I don't really think... I think on New Year's, it's the kind of night where, like, unless if you're, like, working, like, you really shouldn't drive. You should just sleep over wherever you are. Yeah. Um, I remember one New Year's. It was actually the first New Year's that I ever drank. Uh, I was with some friends in Eugene, where I grew up. I was trying to hide it on the podcast, but I figured, fuck it, maybe I'll just put a redacted thing there. But I was at a friend's, a friend's house in my hometown, and, um... We were all, I think we were like 19 or 20, it was my freshman year of college, and basically we all got invited to this New Year's party, and the stipulation was that the, the parents were like, okay, you can come over, you can bring alcohol, well, you can't bring it because you're too young, but like, we will have alcohol for you, but we're going to take all your car keys. Yeah. And so we were like, cool. So, like, you know, we it worked out, and we were all like, you know, none of us were going to like break anything, and we were all like taking care of each other and it was my first time drinking ever so like people were you know on the alert in case if I went beast mode and you know <laughs> tried to cannonball the hot tub or something right um that was a fun night was there really a hot tub there was a hot tub yeah. uh I didn't get into it though because I uh <laughs> I was definitely one of those kids where I was like oh there's cute girls I can't show them my naked body now never no oh, so yeah. Yeah, I was totally not I was yeah. I was like I'll hang out near the hot tub and everyone's like that's fucking lame and I was like yeah. okay well whatever no yeah yeah I I I I had been invited to maybe two pool parties <laughs> yeah. like when I was like teen up until like twenty one or something okay and like both times I was like I'll chill. <laughs> I'll be all right. Well, my I actually have like I have sensitive skin, so like if I went to a hot tub, I would have to shower afterwards. And I was like, I don't have a towel, and I don't feel like showering mm -hmm. because I'm drinking. So like, I would rather not. Okay, one more quick topic I want to ask you about. Is, yeah, what's you up? said how they took your keys, right? Yeah, yeah. That tr that reminded me of um, certain bands. They're doing things with venues where. Uh, they have no cell phone policy, and they lock, they lock your phone in this case. Like, you what? keep your phone, but it's locked in a case, and if you want to use it, you go to a certain area where you can unlock it, and then someone relocks it before you come back what? in the venue. And I was just wondering, like, what do you think about that? Like, venues are having a show where they have a no cell phone policy. See, I, I get it, but I think it's dumb. <laughs> like, like, I understand the sentiment behind it, because... The I I from an audience perspective, if you're in the audience and you have a million people with like their phones on and the screens are lit, I could see that kind of kind of ruining an experience. On the other hand, like being in a band, the best thing that you can get is a bunch of people taking f video of your band and then like posting it up online. 
So it's actually beneficial for, I think it's beneficial for bands to be uh, recorded while they're playing because I think that that will build more awareness of like, you know, if people are having a really good time and they're like, I really like this band and I want to like film them playing because I think they sound really good. <clears throat> now that being said, people who are like right in the middle, especially if you're like a tall motherfucker and you've got your phone up for like the whole show, that's pretty annoying. Right. I, I think that it. I think that like if you go in with a cell phone, you should know to be like respectful of other people. And if someone is like, "Hey, I can't see," or like, "Hey, that's kind or, of bugging me." But what about this? What if if someone really cared about capturing it, they could just bring a camera. What about flash, though? I don't know. I mean, they could have a no flash. Well, I guess because like if you're recording when you have a cell phone, you normally don't have your bright on anyway, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that they were also saying if people bought tickets, they could send them, they could, you know, potentially send them a recorded thing of the performance. That's fair, but like but probably pro- probably for money though, right? No, like just for free. Like oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's tight. I mean, I honestly I feel like whether or not they did that, I don't know if I would want to do that for my own projects well well my my issue with it is that it feels very like it almost feels kind of like a hoity-toity thing right it's just like oh well we're too good for cell phones so we're gonna lock them in these boxes you know like it's i don't want to say it's elitist because i don't think that's the right word i don't think it's elitist but i think it is it is enforcing a uh it's enforcing like a lifestyle choice. Yeah, it, it's taking away a freedom from people. Yeah, it's like it's like we think we this is how we want people to experience this. So, you experience it this way or not at all. Right. Um, like I get. Like I think I actually think here, here's a here's something that I just thought of that I think is a good argument. Um, take like going to the movies for example. Hmm. Like when you go to a movie, there is a strict policy about turning your cell phones off, having them on silent. Because when you're in a movie, you're literally doing nothing else. You are sitting in a chair, and your whole purpose is to watch the movie and, like, experience the movie. And maybe, like, turn to your friends and, like, crack a joke or something. But, like, the purpose is to, like, experience the movie full on. Like, that's why you're paying money is to go and see the movie. So, like, your cell phone will actively detract from the purpose of what you're doing by right. seeing a movie. Now, in a, in a show... Well, they... So you're going to differentiate, but that's the sentiment they feel toward the show is similar. But he, but here's my argument, is that I'm, I'm pretty sure that for the shows that they're talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's probably standing room only. It's probably at a venue. It's probably, you know, people, like, being there, standing, checking out the band, right? Now, to me anyway, that just the act of standing alone yields more freedom of doing whatever you want and it means that if you need to use your phone if you need to do something you can walk away from it and do it so like for wait hold on no you can do that like they you can you can unlock your phone at different stations right but what i mean is like i think that i think that a I think that a music experience is very different from, like, a movie. Because in movies, you're supposed to be quiet. You're not supposed to say anything. I real I realized that, right. that the point I just brought up was erroneous, so I'll strike that from the record. Okay. Um, but I think that, I think that a, a concert experience is so much more different. Like, there's so many 
other elements. The fact that it's loud, the fact that you're that oftentimes in Western culture anyway, you're encouraged to sing along, to jump around. Um, I don't really think that. I think that the act of going to a show is very like free, and I think that imposing things that would limit the audience member's freedom doesn't seem right in that setting to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm on the fence about it because it's like... I mean, I get it, though. I I do think... I do think recording a a live performance, it, in many ways, uh, it hinders your ability to be fully fully invested and fully aware and present with the music and with the what the band's doing. Right. Because, like, all of a sudden you're thinking about the angle, the lighting, how it sounds. Like, sure, you're, you're yeah. thinking about other things and you're physically having to hold it. It's like, you you can't be as engrossed in the moment yeah. when you're filming something. And I think that definitely does detract, um, or at least it's different from just being totally in the moment so yeah i understand why certain bands they want people to just be there and be present totally and try to immerse themselves in the music yeah but um so it doesn't it doesn't bother me that some bands do it here but here here's here's my take on top of that sorry to interrupt you but i wanted to say it before i forgot about it but i think for me anyway I think that that's a choice. I think that the person that's going to view the show, if they want to make the choice to take themselves out of the moment to film something, I think that's their choice to make. Yeah. You know, I, I yeah. think that someone else might not think that's the right way to view a show. I certainly am not the one to whip out my phone when I go to a show. But I think if someone wants to make that choice for themselves, I think they should be able to. Yeah, it's the, do they, you know, should they have that choice or not, right. right or not. I think, I, I think the venue and the band, I think it's totally fine for them to decide to do that no cell phone policy, like that's their right, okay. and then people can just not go if it's that important to them. Right, right. But, just like, I don't think, I don't think I would do that with my own project. I mean, yeah. I might, I went to, when I went to the Hollywood Bowl to see Nutramilk Hotel, Mm-hmm. They they didn't have they didn't take your phone or or like have anything like super strict, but they did say like I don't know if they said it was definite like you can't use your phone. Or I don't. Like, I don't. We prefer you not to. Or I don't know if it was that or <clears> if, <throat> or if I'm I'm leaning towards uh, remembering that they they just said we really prefer this as a no camera no phone mm-hmm. space and we and everyone just listens and and looks right. from where they are. And honestly, I had I had an amazing time, and I, I I do feel like it it was more enjoyable for me that the space was like that. Yeah, sure. I mean, and I get that, you know. And I I think that this is my opinion. I think that until we're living in like a black mirror dystopian future where like every single person uses their cell phone and then there's that one guy that has like the rebellious idea of like maybe I'm just gonna put my phone away and like experience it I think until we're in that place in society I really don't think that forcing somebody to not use their phone is the right as the right idea unless if it's something that is uh unless if it's something that is actually heightened to the point where if anybody were to whip out a cell phone that it would take away from the moment which i think that no matter what the show is i think it's very hard to 
determine if that's true. I think for something like Neutral Milk Hotel, where it's like, you know, one guy, one guitar, I could see that. Oh, no, he had a full band that time. Oh, well then, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, why not, you know? Like, I like I, I, I see where they're coming from in that it, do, it does detract from the experience, you know? Like, I think we're both in agreement on that. Mm. Um, but I think that that's somebody's choice. If they want to fuck, fuck up that experience for themselves, like, they got the ticket... Why shouldn't they have the choice of how they want to treat that experience? Now, that being said, if they're being assholes and they're interrupting someone else's experience, I think that's right. a different story. Well, I mean, yeah. And that's a f- and again, that's a fine line between when is someone's passive action affecting you directly and when is it not. Yeah. Because, like, you know, if you're in a concert and some tall dude stands in front of you, it's like, it's not their fault that they're tall, but it is still, like, kind of disrupting your experience. I mean, phones phones are larger than lighters, so it's like... Right. A bunch of people holding their phone is... It, it is more distracting and annoying for other audience members sure. than just people holding up a lighter. Sure. Um, it's, it is... Phones and lighters are different, but... I don't know. I mean... Honestly, like... I don't have a problem with other bands doing it how you do, like, enforcing that policy. Because mm. I, I do think that, especially, like, even people younger than us, it's it's becoming super prevalent that, you know, they're on their phone all the time, or yeah. just very often. They're either, you know, they're either on their phone or they're using their phone to film or record something. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I... I kind of like that there's a little bit of blowback where it's like, hey, like, maybe just consider what this other lifestyle is like, you know? There are, <laughs> there are pros to, yeah. you know, there are fruits to this other lifestyle where you're present and you think and you observe and you, you know, no, like... That's fair. Well, and I mean, I think that... I think that I... I mean, don't get me wrong, dude. Like, I'm definitely... Even even the very rare times that I have taken my phone out to record somebody while they're playing, I, I, I feel super dirty about it when I did. Um, like, I'm definitely not the kind of person to do that, and I would encourage people to not do it. But um, I think that, like, what, what the, the Neutral Milk Hotel concert did, where they're, like... They either say we we don't want you to, or they say we encourage we highly encourage you not to. I think that's better than like outright being like we're gonna put your phone in a box. Like I think yeah. that at least at least giving the idea of that lifestyle I think is better than enforcing it on everybody. You yeah. know, because like even if you say the sign, if you're like we strongly encourage you to not use your phone, I think that'll make people stop and be like, huh, I wonder what that'd be like. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, no, I think it worked. I mean, that and yeah, I think we should maybe we should get to the songs, but that that's what I would do. I would yeah. I would not go beyond that level of yeah. I agree. Yeah, I would just be like, hey, we strongly encourage this to be a no recording space. Like, right. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I would I would let people if people actually just brought cameras where it wasn't a phone with all these other possible distractions and it was just a camera, I'd be like, no, nah, that's okay if you really want to do that. But yeah, but I mean, I think I think the idea of the camera is still the idea of people using their phones during shows because it's like you're still putting your eye to something that isn't the the direct experience in order to capture that experience. The difference is that a, a camera doesn't always light up and a phone does. 
so it's not as distracting to people around you, but it's still distracting to yeah. the person with it. So. Yeah, but there, there's a little bit more of an art to using an actual camera. Yeah, but, like, what yeah. is art, man? If you no, want to get really yeah, into it. No, seriously, there is. Like, cameras don't have as many options as... Uh, I mean, uh, phones don't have as many options as cameras. Like, that's why, you know... It, it's like when you... Any, any craft or art form... There's there's different levels to it. So like, there's so many things you can do with a camera that you can't quite do with a phone when you're trying to take a picture or a video. That's true. So, but I think the I think the intent behind both of them is the same though. Whether you're doing it art, whether you're doing it in like an artistic professional way or whether you're doing it in a casual way, I think the intention is the same in that you're trying to capture the moment, right? No, I, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Why not? Um. I think when people when people use their phone, it's very common that they want to just post it on social media, so they can be like, "Oh, look, it's like how I'm having a great time." And blah blah. blah. Well, you know, when people use a camera, it might not necessarily be for social media or for sharing with a bunch of other people. You know, maybe not. It, but I it think... might just be, and it might be even um, a way to explore and express. Like when you're using a camera, you can be much more. You might be much more focused and intentional about what kind of shots you're getting and how you're getting them and how you're using the camera rather than just like, here, I'm here. I want to show everyone that I'm here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I think that's true, but I think that a lot of people who do take photos do also post them to social media. Yeah. Like, I don't think those are... I don't think that you can you can call one purely art and one purely not art. Like, I think that there is overlap in both of them. I think that cameras are definitely, like, they definitely are more artistic and you can, they're more powerful and you can do more with them, but I still think that people do use them to show their friends and to show people that well, they like yeah. and are like, hey, look at this cool thing that I went to, and and to remind themselves of the cool thing they went to, yeah. and I think that that's also why people, you know, take it with their phones and put it on social media, because they're like, hey, everybody, look at this cool thing I went to, isn't this cool? And it's not as artistic. The quality's, of course, not as good. But I think the intent is the same, whether or not no, what I, happens. I don't think the intent is always the same. That's that's the disagreement we have. Is like it can be, but I think in general, if you're using a phone, it's more like I'm here. Look that I'm here, and I mm. did this. Whereas with a camera, I think it, it's more often it can be like I want to I want to take a photograph that really captures a moment and an emotion, and, okay. and be very like. You know, it, it's uh, it's more about the photograph itself than it is like, here I was here. Look, everyone, I was here. I did this. Mm. It's actually about the photograph or like whatever their composition is. Or you know. Well, I but, think I think the takeaway is that there is, I think the takeaway is that there's overlap in both. I think yeah. that you. I think that there is probably a lot less artistry when you use your phone and there's probably a lot less of the like attention grabbiness when you use a camera but i think that there is some overlap with both of them into yeah. the other yeah so um i don't know it's an interesting topic though yeah i i definitely i i definitely agree with you though where like if i were to do that i would probably just put like some paper signs i'd be like hey like just be aware like can you not like that'd be great if you didn't and as opposed to being like, here's a box or putting your phone in a box. Like, right. I would rather do something that's less uh, invasive, is I guess where I'm coming from on it. Yeah. Because at least that way, 
At least that way, concert goers have the illusion of choice, <laughs> which usually makes for a little bit less of a uh, invasive ex- viewing experience. So right. that's my that's yeah. I don't know. I mean, we do. I think we do fundamentally disagree on a couple things, but I think we kind of generally feel the same about the baseline. In that, if you're gonna use your phone during a show, then you're definitely missing out. Yeah. We uh, we delved really deep. Yeah, that was good though, man. Trying, trying to draw all these distinctions. I think it's good though because this is something that I know is going to get even worse, <laughs> like into the future. Right. I thought it was bad in like you know early two thousands, but now it's like pretty bad. <laughs> so I think it's only going to get worse. I think that I actually like your idea of there just being like, hey, here's like a link to like the vet, like the venue or somebody organizing the show does it. I like that idea of of being yeah. like, you know, we don't want you to use your phones, but like here's a link and you can see the entire show like mm-hmm. that we streamed for you. Like that's pretty yeah. cool because then that way like you don't have to even worry about it. You could be like, "Oh yeah, I can see all the shit later." Like it's cool. Yeah. So, um anyway, let's get let's get into these songs. Let's see what's cracking here. Wait, Josh, did I just hear you let out a creed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, so we're... <laughs> so this specific episode, we got uh, we got a six-pack, so we're drinking each three beers, about 40 ounces. Mm-hmm. And we're cracking open our last beer. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Josh, you want a broomy, bro? And, and Josh yeah, was like... Was like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminded me of like the oh yeah. Oh, I, was just be, I was just being goofy at it, and then I was like, yeah. And then Seth's like, did you start on a creed yeah? And I was like, oh my god, that was the perfect way to describe that. A creed yeah. <laughs> oh my god. A creed yeah. That's, what, that's yeah. Was that song like? Yeah. It's three a.m. Sunday morning, <laughs> ringing in my head. Uh. Yeah. It's just, oh man. I, oh. <laughs> it's it's just perfect. With arms on old bar. Yeah, yeah, straight up. That's yeah. <laughs> Scott something. Oh man, dude, have you ever seen that music video though? Yeah, I have. Oh, it's it's a fucking. It should go. You know how they like some movies are put into like the the histor the like Library of Congress for historical oh, yeah. purposes. They should put that music video. <laughs> Definitely. It's it's really a testament to the human spirit. Spirit. Oh yeah, <laughs> and what what mankind is capable of, aka lead singer of Creed standing shirtless on a grassy knoll somewhere, yeah. raining, just oh, oh man. You know one of like the most overused like like meaningless phrases. <laughs> What's that? The human condition. I'm just like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Whatever I fuck hear. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. It's because people like to make it all sound all dramatic. It's like, what? Yes, we're human. Okay, you said nothing. Can you give something a little more insightful? <laughs> it's like, yes, we're we're infinite specks in a cosmic universe. <laughs> what more do you, what more do you want out of me? All right, I'm, maybe I maybe I'm human and I'm dumb and don't you know? F- I flail around. I do stupid shit sometimes. It's just too vague. Like, we're humans. Like, what What exactly is it, you know? But, Josh, what the human is... condition is what it means to be alive. <laughs> it's what it means to be human. Right. <laughs> right. 
So, honestly, it just sounds like you're a 20 year old person trying to sound smart for a college essay. It's like you're a 21 year old who just read Catcher in the Rye for the first time, and you're like, yo, humans are so deep and full of secrets. Yeah. And you're like, bro, I'm just a fucking dude flailing around right. like the rest of us. I think that's what humans are. They just flail until they find the right thing to flail into, and then they just kind of do that for a while and look all cool and preened. Yeah. Yeah, I use the word preened. What are you going to do about it? You ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> um, sorry, that sounded overly hostile yeah. towards... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like the human condition is another one of those like w- those like hot words that you can just like throw into it's a conversation. It's way too ambiguous, way too vague. Like, that's, someone's that's, probably tried to define what the human condition is, though, right? At some point. No, I mean, like, okay, in my opinion, when someone says human condition, I'm like, you literally just said we are human. <laughs> like that is the that is the extent of how insightful that was to say. Right. Like yes, we are human. That's true. Like it yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like the human condition is also like you know, it means like humans trying to find purpose in like an otherwise uncaring universe. That's not human con- like that's that's going beyond the phrase human condition. Yeah, in my opinion. Because that's more specific. Because human condition can literally mean anything about what it means to be human or what humans do or think or feel. That's true. So human condition is literally as vague as saying we are human. Because, like, the human condition can be, like, you know, we really... It can be anything human. That's why I'm saying it's just like saying we're human, which is... Yes, we are human. It can be, like, you know what? Despite my, my inner instincts telling me not to... Um, I really, really like to listen to Creed. (laughs) Or it could mean, like, you know, humans have come a long way from being in caves and seeking more knowledge, and now we've arrived here, and who knows where, where humanity will go. It could also mean, you know, I don't know why, but chicken nugs are delicious, and I want to eat them as often as I can. Yeah. It's the human condition. It could mean... Yeah, I, I agree. It, it could mean anything related to human. Yeah. Which is why it's, like... In my opinion, it's just someone trying to sound insightful when they're literally saying we are human. Like, yes, we are human. Well, listen, if I told you, i probably, like, 90% sure that I used it in one of my AP Lit... Oh, uh, I did, too. SAT. I, I'm sure I did, too. <laughs> It was just a hot word. It was like a right, hot phrase right. that everyone was taught to use. And I feel like if you, if like people who grade AP test essays, they'll read it, and if they see the 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 phrase "human condition" used properly, they'll be like, "I'll give you an extra five points." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's just yeah. I think the conclusion is that humans are goofy as fuck, and we like to give ourselves deeper meaning because we think we're cool. Meaning's a really hard word to talk about. I mean, what is, what what is the word the? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What is what is language? What am I doing here? Who are you? Where am I? Exactly. No. Yeah. Words. <laughs> I agree. Like language gets really weird. Yeah. 
Um, wait, aren't we a podcast about drinking beer and <laughs> talking about pop songs? It's part of the human <laughs> anyway, maybe it's part of the human condition. Yeah, but no, I. Yeah, me- meaning is it's such a, it's another one of those really like certain words. They're am I when I when I say abstract, I just mean that they they can't be pinpointed to a physical thing, right? Or or like a, an emotion. They're like these weird like headspace words, concept words. That, yeah. So meaning is one of those words where it's 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 almost not useful in my opinion to talk to use the word meaning. I think you could use meaning in some pretty, pretty effective ways in conversation. If you're like, it gives me meaning to play music, for example. Right. But the thing, okay, it, it's still such a vague, it's like, it's it's easier for me to understand if someone's like, I'm not against the word meaning, but say someone's like, I feel I feel meaning and purpose with music. That's harder for me to understand than for someone to say I feel good like going to their personal feelings and emotions rather than like I then like music gives me meaning. I'm like yeah, I mean I understand that cuz I feel the same way, but for me it's like no, I feel good when I play music. I feel at peace. I feel just a calm and I feel good expressing myself or feeling something through music like it's you know it's it's not right. it's still hard to articulate without the word meaning but i feel like it's uh maybe a little bit more relatable well, well i think when someone uses the word meaning they use it on a much deeper uh existential level cuz like you know if if you're like it gives me it gives me meaning to to do x it basically means like that I define myself as doing X, you know? Because it's basically like, if you want to talk about meaning, meaning like that that's, you know, your purpose in life or what you were made to do <clears throat> is what is what gives you meaning, like meaning to exist or meaning to live or meaning to do anything, and you say that one certain act gives you meaning, then that means that it's something that defines you that you can't, live without and that without it you wouldn't be you essentially well what you just said is more in my opinion that's more specific than meaning but but, like, but that, that's how you're defining meaning which is more specific which i like but i think that meaning is is the shorter way of saying everything i just said no i, I think it means many different <laughs> things i don't think it necessarily means that well, it can, it can be defined in multiple ways, but that specific way is I understand you better by you saying that than just saying it gives me meaning because I don't know what you mean when you say it gives me meaning. Well, what do, well, what do you think when someone says that something gives them meaning? Do you not think anything or do you do you have your own interpretation uh, of what that I could means? think of a few different things. Okay. One of them is what you said. Another one would be um the basic state of how someone feels um, in terms of do I want to wake up and get out of bed today? Right, right. Do, do I want to continue to be active? Do I want to live another day? Do I want to just die or go on living? <laughs> right. Like that basic question of do I want to get out of bed this morning? Do I even want to do that? 
what gets me out of bed this morning. So right. That's another. You know, I mean, meaning is again. I I just think it's an it's a vague word. I mean. What you said is sort of related to what I said, but it's not exactly the same. It's similar. Right. But I, I but, think that with your second definition, I mean, again, the problem is that this then falls into just my interpretation of what you just said. In my, in my opinion, I think that there are reasons. I think that, that you know, needing to get out of bed and meaning can be mutually mutually exclusive from each other. But I think that they can be related. Yeah. Um, I think they don't have to be related. Like, I think you could just have a day where you're like, oh, I'm feeling lazy. I want to get out of the bed. This blows. Fuck everything. But yeah. you could also have things that are like... It was more of a like, metaphor. Yeah. No, yeah. but I feel you, though, because there's other times where it's like, if it wasn't for X, then I wouldn't have gotten out of bed this morning. Which, in turn, could be used as, like, that gave my life or my day meaning. Right. So... I think to conclude this discussion, though, what gives my life meaning is drinking 40s with my bro and yeah, reviewing is, pop songs. This is one of those things for me as well. Gives my life meaning. So, but I'm just one of those people where I I try to I've 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 grown into trying to use abstract words less and less. Okay. Well, I think that's something I've always known about you. I I feel like whenever we, especially when we talk through like through text, I feel like you're very, very clear about, <laughs> about like, what you describe about something. Like, uh, you know, I think you're probably the most clear out of most of my friends. Like, you're very, very, like, specific about things when you talk about them or, like, methods of doing something. I think that you're very, uh, very cut and dry in that respect, which is good yeah. because there's very little room for interpretation on what you're saying because yeah. you're very sure about what you're saying and you have a very clear way of how you say it um which is good yeah. because i think that sometimes i appreciate that as a compliment yeah of course but yeah man. I, but i i think you're right the reason that i might come off that way is that i try to i try to short circuit any like ambiguous words that are open to interpretation yeah and just be like this is exactly what i feel or what i'm trying to say yeah you know well, and I appreciate that because I feel like, uh, you know, in, in school and in other areas of life, you're sort of taught that if you, if you BS or otherwise, uh, what do you call it? Um, if you paraphrase certain things that you can get away with it mm -hmm. and that you can, uh, that could be enough to describe a feeling or a scenario or a set of instructions but I feel like for you it's like that never happened and so you're like fuck it I'm just gonna say everything exactly how I mean it so that there's no room for error in interpretation of what I'm thinking which I really respect because I think that that's really hard to do especially if you're indoctrinated to learn that oh yeah if I just cut these corners or use these hot words that I can still come across the same way but it's not always like the case right so um i so, short short story is i respect your use of language and i think it makes for interesting topics of discussion yeah yeah it's making me think of uh no yeah because well fuck it this is gonna be an extra segment anyway i'm sure so yeah fuck it like 
I'm reading this. I'm reading Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man by Joyce. Oh, okay, okay. And it's the first time I've really read it, like being able to understand it. I tried to read it when I was younger, but I was like, yeah. I was too young to get it. Like I just didn't know most yeah. of the words, and uh, <laughs> didn't have the patience for dictionary or anything. But it's um, like, oh man, there's a lot of words here. But um, I was almost gonna say, okay, this isn't this is not related, but he's he's really good at using like really good like adjective like descriptive words that have emotional content mm, okay and like really delving in but the thing is like he ties them to concrete things which is right. like kind of what I like so much is like he'll, you know he'll like pick out a word and then he'll explain what and why it means something to him yeah and like it's sort of emotional and personal and I'm not giving an example but I'm enjoying the book, basically. I'm, I'm enjoying the book a lot so far. That's cool, man. I'll have yeah. to relook at it. I think yeah. I read it when I was also too young to understand it. Um, so I'll have to take a look at that. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, cheers to... <laughs> cheers to giving our lives meaning. Meaning, yes. <laughs> I agree. Cheers to that. Well, looks like that's all the clips we have for this week. Uh, tune in next week when we return back with our regularly scheduled programming. In the meantime, I've been Seth. Y'all are the best. And uh, thank you so much for listening as always. We'll be back next week. Cheers, guys. Phony.